0: Hi, I'm Lisa Kiss, and I'm the host of Be Mindful Podcast. I'm also the owner of Be Mindful Studio, where I am an astrologer and mindfulness consultant. This podcast is for the modern woman to feel grounded and learn to live with intention. Here we tap into mindfulness for both life and business. From community driven leaders, conscious humans, heart centered entrepreneurs, and beyond, we'll discover all the different ways mindfulness can be applied to you. My podcast is here to inspire and encourage you to be a little more mindful in your day-to-day so you can start living a more purpose-filled, self-aware life you love. Thank you so much for being here, and I look forward to seeing you in the show. Hello everyone and welcome to today's episode of Be Mindful Podcast. Today I'm here with Devin. Um, Oh, I don't know how to say your last name properly. I don't want to say it wrong. (laughs) Devin, so it's D'Andrea. D'Andrea, okay. I was probably going to say it D'Andrea, so okay. (laughs) It doesn't matter. Yeah. (laughs) So Devin uh, owns the, is it the Wellbeing Co now?
1: So yeah, I'm in the midst of transitioning to Explore Wellbeing Co. Explore You're right. Well-being. Yeah.
0: Okay. I was, I just think
1: of you as journey coach, but. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There's still that element, um, but just kind of expanding and, and kind of um, staying aligned with what I'm doing and where I see things, the need is, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Devin and I, I think connected by Instagram, the lovely Instagram. I've met so many wonderful people. And then. I think Devin won a giveaway, and she attended a social media workshop in the Mm -hmm. beginning of 2020 when we could gather in person, and that's when I met her. And she was, I think, five or six months pregnant at the time. And then got it. um, Yeah, we've just stayed in touch since then, and because we have this like connection of um, the exploring well being, and uh, Devin has an natal chart reading with me, so I'll have her sort of introduce herself and um, what she does, and then we'll talk all about astrology.
1: Amazing. Thank you so much, Lisa. I'm so happy to join you. Honestly. Um, it's been, you know, a year of changes and differences in that, but yeah, it's great that we met in person, like literally one of the last events I went to, um, before everything has been, has changed. And so meeting you and connecting with you and, you know, we do actually physically live close together, Mm -hmm. but yeah, we're, we have this mindfulness, um, kind of passion that connects us and we we tend to think alike we have a lot of energetic similarities and in how we um, absorb energy around us and what we want to share so yeah the the natal chart reading I'm excited to get into it more because it's been very insightful
0: yeah I haven't um... I I, like cleaned up all my like data that I have of people's birthdays now because like there's so many and I think I put yours in there but I remember your chart because um so this is going up during cancer season so Devin is a cancer she's born at the end of June and you have a Scorpio moon um so she's very watery but I remember looking at her chart and I was like she was so like talkative and we really just like i'm an air science there's all this conversation flow and i'm like oh she's a libra rising she has some gemini energy i think your ninth house of like travels also really like um there's planets in there and i was like no wonder Devin and i are getting along right so i was like yeah so do you want to talk about how you kind of connected to it then and how you connect to it now
1: Yeah. I I reflected upon it. You know, I I love tools like this and you describe this as a self awareness tool. Right. And for me, it's all about, um, reflection observation. And, um, this to me was a, it was so enlightening because my whole life I've been like, Oh, um, you're cancer. Well, then people say, well, you're stubborn and you're sensitive Right. And like you're, that's how you're labeled. Right. When you say you're a cancer, like in general. And so this was so enlightening for me and I'll liken it to um, you know, I'm a big fan of the dare to lead um, book and teachings of Brene Brown. And she talks about giving yourself a permission slip. Mm -hmm. And this to me is like a giant permission slip to feel and be, and kind of just like, there's more to it and, Oh, that makes sense. And just like this whole, like, yeah, this giant permission slip. And it's also like a vote of confidence. So it's like, when you're wondering, am I really that way? Or, you know, is this how I am or how I should be? And you're kind of like questioning that way. You're like, Oh, you know what? Like I was born this way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like in me. Yeah. So it's changed. It's changed.
0: Yeah, I originally, like, or not originally, I was going to do a post last week, like I was writing it about why I like astrology. And it's. I was going to say the same thing you just said, it's like a permission slip to be yourself, because I I was labeled a Gemini, oh, you should be social and chatty and all this stuff. But I'm a very introverted Gemini, because I have a lot of water in mm-hmm. my chart. And I, f- I feel like last year was the year I accepted my water, and I, I allowed myself to just feel the emotions and be introvert. And it was like a permission slip to do that. Um, yeah deborah silverman taught me like astrology i've done her programs and she's a psychotherapist and she calls it like humanistic astrology so i feel like it might be similar to the things that Brene brown says
1: yeah yeah just allowing yourself and just being like i'm not just sensitive and (laughs) stubborn (laughs) yeah there's more to it
0: yeah definitely um so do you want to share how you like started your well being journey? That's what I have it called, well being journey. But
1: yeah. yeah, yeah, no, I appreciate you calling it that. So it definitely was. I started it. Um, oh my gosh, twelve years ago when I first did Reiki. That's what I would say was the first kind of well being um, aha moment I had, and the first time I really connected inward, and it was unreal. That was yeah. So that. I was like an out-of-body experience. And then I started following Reiki. And then I changed some things in my life. I broke up with my then fiance. I like just flipped everything on its head. I did continue to follow my career path at the time, which was like in construction, all sorts of fun stuff. Um, I still did the Reiki and I needed the Reiki. And then what happened was, um, I guess it's like four years ago now, I started to experience miscarriages. And when that happened, you know, energetically, you and I can just feel that vibe that just happened there of that, like, right. Um, And it was a lot to take in. It was the first time, you know, so, you know, being the sensitive person that I am, because that's still, you know, as much as I say, like, oh, cancers are labeled that you can still find that throughout my natal chart, how sensitive, how in touch, how humane, how, you know. Um, tied to relationships. And, you know, there's so much in here about that. So when that started happening, um, I went to my, you know, what I knew, which was Reiki. So I embedded myself in in Reiki and trying to stay in touch with myself. And then I realized that I wasn't on the path. And so I quit that realm that I was in. I quit that industry. Um, I many people were surprised um, because I looked successful um, financially and you know with um, status and what have you and I just started just deepening my practices and so through that what I found was there's more of a need and a calling to this and people are looking inward and people are looking for support and guidance and the best people to do that are those who have needed it themselves, you know? So my philosophy is like a teach what you know philosophy. And so what has worked for me before, I'm not saying is is a cut and paste, um, but I feel like when you go inward and you use tools like the the natal chart, Reiki, when you really get in touch with yourself, um, then you know, we have the ability to to heal ourselves and to care for ourselves. And when that happens, then you know you can go on your path and it can fulfill you. So that's kind of the the well being path I've gone on. I've taken coaching because I really want to empower um, women leaders, and I believe we're all leaders. We're all leading. We're all role models. We're all trying to support each other. Like look at this this world we're in, right? Where we really want to uplift everyone. So that's that's how it came to be was really a a jolt in my life um about four years ago just deep in my practice
0: I I did I've done my Reiki one and two and when you get those attunements it's like something changes inside of you I don't even have any words to explain it you just Mm -hmm. you leave feeling so different and then you just feel a little tired and you have to like restore your energy and then you just start making changes in your life it's like the weirdest experience
1: yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like you all, of like you have more space, you have more clarity, you're lighter, you're not as, bur- like you, it's almost like you leave the burdens, like there's burdens that you feel that you have, and then you realize that you are empowered to change them, like you don't, they don't have to be you forever.
0: Yeah. My... Uh, the Reiki master that I went to, he said to me after, like, I saw him a few months later and he's like, you, you like look, look different. Your energy's different. And I'm like, oh, I don't know what he's like seeing, but I'm like, I feel like you feel the changes for sure. Yeah. And then energy healing I discovered through studying astrology is actually like a water practice because it helps you sort of like clear the energy, which is all like mm-hmm. a, more tied to the water. So I thought that was just a really cool
1: kind of connection there. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah because it is like a cleansing, like a flow, you know, when you're doing the sweeping and everything like that, you really are, you know, getting rid of anything that doesn't serve you exactly like the cleansing properties of water.
0: Yeah. Like the mm. way that, cause I I'm very big on like visualization. Cause that's just like how my mind is. And I kind of described it as when you're like a water sign or you have a lot of water, you like walk out into the world and you have this, like say like a clear glass of water, then you just start picking up everyone's stuff and you come home at the mm. end of the day. There's like dirt in there and debris and you just have to cleanse it out. And like, I personally think going into the water, like taking a bath or having a shower is like the easiest way to cleanse it. But, um, the Reiki, I feel like helps too, especially if you're out during the day and you need to clear off something.
1: Yes. Yes. I use Reiki symbols, um, when I'm out, um, for sure, um, to kind of give myself that, um, that energetic Um, I don't want to call it a boundary. I try not to put like a limitation on it, but I just try to, you know, so that I'm not absorbing, um, you know, and then so that I'm just sending, you know, all the, (laughs) you know, chokure and everything, like to every situation, everything that I'm energetically feeling like is, is I'm taking on. So I found it very, that's an empowerment tool, right? That to me is what well-being is about. It's, you and Reiki, I feel like, is that right? This, the natal chart is that because it's not like a, you know, a silent thing that here, come see me here's, you know, this and you're healed. Like, it's like, no, it's a self-healing. It's a self-reflection, self-empowerment. Like what are the tools for you to love and accept yourself?
0: Yeah. Like I've done a lot of self-study with most of the stuff, but then I like seek out, certifications or, or like more information when needed, but I do like the self-study because it's like, it's a personal thing when you learn all these things. Cause it's so tied to you.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I find now, like, so I spent, you know, 12 years in corporate, I didn't take any courses, but now I've taken, I think I took like six courses last year because I now I'm I like, well, being right. And so yeah. the year that it was, and now I feel like I am a lifelong learner. I didn't understand what that meant until recently like in the past like two years now I'm like yeah I just am a sponge <laughs> yeah and I
0: think you have you have air in your chart and air signs just want to know it all like we just there's something interests us and we have to go like learn about it or read about it by the book right so it's my new plan every year to take at least one course of interest to me mm. at least well pro- I can't do more than one I don't think but like at least one <laughs> for myself I'd probably want to do 10 but <laughs>
1: I know I uh I agree I know I I said I'm going to take a little I have one more course that I have on the go oh there's my little one that you might be able to hear (laughs) she's making herself heard uh I have one course I'm in the works for and then I'm like okay then it's like a um absorb like then it's like a deepen absorb reflect like churn it practice it and then you know share what I can of it right Mm
0: -hmm. yeah I feel like it helps you um like I like applying what I've learned right away to someone and like see how I can teach it Mm -hmm. and like it's like the best way to like see how much you already know
1: and yeah yeah it's it's an interesting and that's why I use the word explore in my business name because it just really resonates with me that it's not um, and that's kind of, you know, it evolved from journey coach to explore. And, and it's because I learned so many different modalities and it's about more than just like coaching. It's really about, it's not about me to coach. It's about the person. And it's about that exploration, that curiosity, that like, you know, what might work for me a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And, and then realizing that it's not, it's not like an end point isn't coming, mm-hmm. right. It evolves, you know, sometimes you have Reiki four times a year. Sometimes you have it none. Sometimes you have a ten it does you know there's no set um and I feel like we're really looking for some predictability these days um but it's kind of that surrendering to what might be possible and what you're open to and what is working for you
0: Mm -hmm. yeah okay so I I don't know if these two questions maybe tie into each other but yeah you did 12 years in corporate and then Mm -hmm. how long have you been doing um like the journey co- coach and now explore well-being co- like as your full-time business because I have the question of like how being a new mom plays into it all but I don't mm-hmm. know if that's why you took it full-time I don't know
1: no so I, st- I stopped corporate um just before I got pregnant I actually didn't think I was going to I didn't know like mm-hmm. and, you know I had three losses and I was like mm-hmm. I don't know if this is but I know that, that is not what I'm going to do I'm like I am going to um have my I want to be well and I want to share Reiki. So I was actually in um the process of I had just, I think I had just signed a lease, like an agreement to use a space. And then like a week later I found out I was pregnant, which talk about like stars aligning, right? It was like I literally like leave that behind and then everything falls into place. Um, so I've been doing Reiki, I've been trained in Reiki for over 10 years. So, I've been doing, and I'm actually finishing my master's uh, this month. Oh, that's exciting. I've been doing that for just over a year. Um, it's taken a bit longer because of everything going on, um, but that's finishing up. And then the coaching, um, I have been formally coaching for over two years now. Okay. And so, it's kind of all, yeah. So, it happened, some of it happened a bit before I got pregnant because Clark's going to be one, um, but it was all kind of in motion. It's so interesting how it, how it happened, it all fell into place.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I Kate on your chart. Um, I don't know if you have it in front of you was your North node in cancer. And then if you have a picture of it at like the very top, it will say like MC, is that in <laughs> cancer too?
1: It's so MC is right in the middle of cancer and Gemini. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cause
0: just, um, Cause I'm always learning more about astrology and you have mm-hmm. the North node. And so the MC points kind of like, they say it's like a destiny, like purpose as is the North node and yours are in like the same sign. I think of cancer, which is that being the mother or the healer or like the nurture. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you've just, you just, after you left the corporate job, you just fully embody all of that in all mm-hmm. the different ways. And that's just so cool.
1: Yeah. I'll never forget the one conversation I had with someone when I shared with them that I was leaving corporate. And I was leaving construction right so i was you know because i was when i joined construction 12 years ago and engineering in that there was not as many women as there is now thankfully um and so her reaction was oh but you're you're doing so well and it's so empowering and i was like this is empowering <laughs> like this this what i want to do and how i want to support and how i want to serve this is empowering to me and others right so it's just it's interesting when you when you think about what is empowering to people and when you just you just say you know okay I did that for 10 years I'm not going to regret it I'm gonna like go with it and I'm just going to step into this new like comfort and this new calling
0: yeah um so I know, so the last, I always ask everyone, like, what does mindfulness mean to you? But, mm. um, I'm curious now, so I know you have your, you're doing a Reiki master. What are all your like certifications? You're coaching <laughs> Reiki. I'm just so curious.
1: <laughs> so I, um, yeah, so coaching Reiki, uh, and then I did breath coach, breath work coaching, um, okay. which is amazing, a uh, mindfulness and meditation teacher okay. from home in Toronto, um, a mental health first aid certificate because I want to get, um, I feel like the next step for me is to become more trauma informed. Um, and then I'm trying to think now I'm working on a well AP it's called, and it has to do with the, um it's not that it's not about so in my past career I worked with buildings, but now it's about how the interior space and service offerings of workplaces uh can improve an employee's well-being. Okay. So now it's really about getting into workplace well-being. Um so I'm trying to think what else because I just was working on my resume and there was a lot there. <laughs> I think that's it. <laughs>
0: okay. No, it's just cool because everything can kind of like be integrated with each other to create like a cool or like intuitive offering for people.
1: Yeah. 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 I find it's been really helpful to have the, the coaching, the Reiki um, meditation, mindfulness and now adding the breath work. I feel Mm -hmm. like that's a really good, I feel like I have options in working with people and I feel like the breath work was something I needed because And if you look at the, I'm not a yoga instructor, but I, I learned that the yoga, is it the yoga limb system? Like the way that you're to learn yoga. The eight
0: limb. limb
1: Yeah. And breathing comes before meditation. Mm -hmm. And I find that was something I needed to deepen and understand more. And I found that really, um, really insightful. And again, another tool and another timely tool because people are are really feeling, you know, the anxiety and everything and not, not being able to breathe some days. Yeah. Not being able to balance themselves with, with their breath.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just did. I finished like an advanced meditation teacher training and mm-hmm. I learned the eight limb path when I was in my YTT, but this time it just made more sense for some mm-hmm. reason. And you have to do like bring awareness and then you have to move a bit to like get, any of that energy out then the breath and then you can finally meditate like it's not yes. just instant and some people think it is and it's like no no and that's why the guided sometimes good because it can help bring you down but yes. um yeah and then you learn like how to start there and then bring everyone back up like into the the yamas to the niyamas and things like mm-hmm. that so yeah
1: it's yeah, really it's interesting fascinating. Mm-hmm. it's so fascinating and again it's for it's fascinating what you know seeing what When you learn something like that, obviously meeting the people in the, and seeing who you're drawn to energetically Mm -hmm. and seeing what path they go on, you know, whether it's yoga nidras or, you know, what is it that they, you know, I don't think I'll ever be a yoga nidra teacher, but I know, you know, some of my people I took the class with, they are. So I'm like interested in what they're doing. Whereas I got it more into like the breath work part of it.
0: Mm -hmm. I was just looking at a yoga nidra teacher training. <laughs> I don't know if I wanted to, cause I have like a list of everything and I'm like, pick the one that you want. Well, mm. Like, it's like, not the, I guess the right one, but the one that you feel fully invested or like called in to do. Yeah. The next one on my list is Reiki master at, sometime in the fall. Cause I've still been working with the Reiki two energy, but I, I think that's the one that I'm called to the most. Cause I've done yes. the yoga. I've done the meditation. I'm doing the astrology. It's like, I think Reiki master is like a good one to kind of end the year off with or something, but yeah.
1: Yeah. I had thought of, cause I did my Reiki level two years ago and I was always on my list to do the Reiki master. And then finally I said like, yeah, same kind of thing. Like now is the, the time it's really calling me. It's calling me to, to share this and, and yeah, really expand, um, the way I use it, and then yeah, it's really about sharing. Right now, I feel the the energy that I have is how do I radiate? How do I share? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. So, what does mindfulness sort of mean to you? Like, if you were to describe it to somebody,
1: so it's interesting. Um, yeah, wow. So mindfulness. Oh my goodness. Um, it's. Simply, it's about being present, but being present with, you know, an appreciation or, you know, it's all the mindfulness pillars. So when I, when I think mindfulness now, right, I think about the pillars, right? So I think about, um, you know, non-judging, mm-hmm. non-striving. Non-striving was the the mindfulness pillar that blew my mind the most mm-hmm. for me personally, Right. So then um, you know, think about, you know, trust. And I think about, yeah, again, all of them. I have them um actually posted in front of me and I find they just like catch my eye sometimes. And I'm like, oh yeah, am I following that mindfulness path? You know, when we sometimes feel the need to, you know, if we like want something, right? So mindfulness in, in how we live day to day, how we are in our relationships. Um, our purchases, right? How we treat each other. Like there's so much to mindfulness and it can be a bit overwhelming, right? I just, I I know that sometimes like I almost, when I really get deep into it and when I feel like my energy is really um, has that, I'll say the heaviness that we've talked about, it's, it can be overwhelming where sometimes you almost do want to turn it off you're like, Oh my gosh, like I'm a mindful overloaded, right. I am just paying attention to everything. (laughs) Right. And, and so it's interesting because sometimes you just have to be like, okay, I need, you know, whatever it is as your outlet. Um, and I find that's where the Reiki and meditation come in because that's how you can, you know, allow your mind to, to rest in those, in that state that's where I find it the most, you know, relaxing where you aren't, um, you know, thinking and trying, you know, the act of trying to be mindful mm-hmm. in itself can be, can be a bit exhausting, but it's, it's necessary. <laughs>
0: yeah. I, um, I hear like, I named my business be mindful studio. Cause I liked how it sounded and I want to manifest an actual studio one day, but, yes. um, Whenever I hear people talking, because obviously I, on social media, I follow people who obviously do similar things to me and everyone just says, oh, be mindful of this and be mindful of that. And whenever I hear, I feel like I'm hearing people say
1: the, mm. the phrase,
0: be mindful so much more now. And I always just think like, oh, that's like, that's where the inspiration came from for my business. But it's like a more common phrase now, I feel, because people know that they, they need to be more aware.
1: yeah. Yeah. It's a, yeah, because it really is like it's a it's like a lifestyle. It's not like a, you know, it's a practice. It's it's not it's not just a oh you know for five minutes I'm going to be mindful. You know, once you start, once you're on that path, once you're on that journey of being mindful, you're on it. You know, and it's the way to be. You're enlightened, right? You're on a path of of enlightenment. That's ultimately you know what it is. So. Um, it just, can, yeah, now it's like, be mindful about this, be mindful about that. Okay, am I being mindful?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like, be mindful of the energy you walk in the room, be mindful of that person, how they're feeling, and be mindful of, it's just, yeah, it can totally feel overwhelmed. Yeah. You know, no one said that yet when I asked them what mindfulness means. So <laughs> it's because it's, it's like the water energy, it can, like,
1: you just pick up everything. And yes, um, yeah, yeah, I can't, I can't just like, yeah, there's no way to turn it off. There's no way to turn it off.
0: I'll even like get an email or a text from someone and I can, I'm like, oh, that's how they're feeling. And they're not even speaking to me. It's just through the words. I can like feel it. And it's just very like. Uh, yes. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> so if like you kind of answered this question, but how do you explore mindfulness like day to day? Like, do you have like, some people have like routines. They say routines help or things like that.
1: Um, I feel like, so I used to pride myself on not having a routine because I I felt that made me more agile. I now appreciate routines more um, because I think it just inserts predictability and and makes more space in a way. But I was saying that I actually, I like pauses. So I find the way that I, insert different parts in my day is I'm just, again, being mindful about how I am feeling, what's going on, you know, how am I speaking, how, um, what's going on for my daughter, what's, you know, relationship wise, anything, I kind of am just pausing more. And if I need to check in, do I need to, you know, take 15 minutes in the middle of the day and meditate? Breath work I would say has been the thing that I have have most easily incorporated and that has been a middle of the day and then before bed um, routine. So I would say that, um, yeah, I have check-ins with people. So I have check-ins with my Reiki master on a weekly or a bi-weekly basis. And that's pretty been, that's been, I would say for years in general, but it's definitely in the past year. So um, that's like an empathic listening where we're just really just hearing each other, sharing, asking questions about what's coming up for each other, um, asking what energy we need right now. Um, So I wouldn't say it's a daily thing, um, but it's more like weekly or bi-weekly that I have just little check-ins and a little like, it's kind of like my little support group.
0: Okay. Okay. That sounds
1: nice. Yeah. <laughs> right. We need those people that know us, mm-hmm. ask questions, are curious, you know, support us, you know, they aren't advice heavy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like the, um, like you see, I feel like you just see more posts or maybe just cause how I fo- like who I follow on Instagram, you see more things about compassionate listening or like if someone wants to have a conversation with you saying like, do I have the space to like hold space Mm for them, right? Or like, can I take this on? And just knowing you don't have to say anything to them, you can just let them talk and be the listener because not everyone needs that like unsolicited advice about things, so.
1: Yes, absolutely. And sometimes asking is now a good time to have this conversation, Mm -hmm. right? Just because we, that's probably been one of the most helpful things with um, my husband is realizing that, Sometimes when I want to have a conversation about what happened or what's happening, he might not be in that, you know, so it's now a good time, right? Mm-hmm. Do you have the space? Do you have the, you know, and then it's like, yeah, what's coming up for you and just listening. Yeah. Being really curious and having some silence in conversations, which we're kind of, we're not very comfortable with.
0: Yeah, like my mom is a social worker. She's been doing that for 35 years Like my whole life. Mm. I've watched her do it. And um, she's also the Libra rising, just like you. And it's just the people sort of connection. She just like just really wants to help others. And I want to talk to her about something one day because she's like my mom. And I was just like, "Do you have the capacity to handle this right now. And I felt like I sounded like her or like something. I'm like, what am I now? (laughs) Right. But it truly because like the things that she's dealing with now are more complex because of the state of the world and um yeah mm. but just i feel like me asking that i was like where the heck did that come from but it just i just said it and then she was like no no not now later i'm like okay yeah to honor her that space she
1: needed yeah good for you that's a that's an awareness that you. you know think of how many conversations can you know go sideways if one of the people is not ready to have that conversation maybe if they feel pressured or yeah that's that's another energetic awareness of like you kind of probably got that vibe from your mom Mm right and then you're knew to ask and then it was like having another time
0: yeah I don't even know like where it came from but she's the one that introduced Reiki to me when I was like 10 and all the crystals and everything so I mean she I think we just naturally vibe and yeah
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I feel oh, like I that's should... so neat.
1: That's so wonderful to. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I kind of want to bring her on a podcast episode and talk about. It. I don't know if she will because she's not like like that. <laughs> but yeah,
1: <laughs> I think that'd be really interesting because uh, I'd be interested in that for sure. Because of now, I'm raising Clark. You know, mm-hmm. with this, you know, which I was never raised with with mm-hmm. this at all. Like this kind of awareness, this self inner you know, intuition or anything like that. Um, So I think if you were to do that, that would be really interesting having been brought up in that since you were 10, like your whole life, but then exposed to that Mm -hmm. and taught that and that openness someone said that my
0: mom like opened up by like doing Reiki on me when I was younger to put me to sleep if I was ever overwhelmed um someone said she like opened up some kind of channels for me and I was like oh I, I mean I can look at my natal chart and see where the openness kind of comes from with the energy but that also could have affected it in some way because I am very open to all these things but yeah I think it Right now, I, I see things about creating like a generation of mindful kids and bringing people want to bring mindfulness into schools. Mm-hmm. And I think that if you're taught it from a young age, you'll just learn like better coping skills, like as a teenager, as an adult and things like that.
1: Absolutely. I cannot agree with you enough on, yeah, the ability for children to, yeah, kind of, ex- again, it's about exploring, being resilient, having mm-hmm. options, outlets confidence to try new things Uh, yeah love it
0: yeah the only like little kids that are around me are my cousin's two sons and she's just about to have her like third child we don't know um, (laughs) what it will be but um, I I haven't done any meditating with them but I'd love to try it once I feel like she'd Mm. be like sure take them for the afternoon and try to like meditate with them or try to get them to breathe and I just would love to see how that like affects them they're two and four So I don't know how that would go,
1: but they're at that, that mimicking age though. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's really, they are paying attention and Mm -hmm. also having the curiosity of doing someone that's not their mom doing it, but also their mom. Yeah. I've had meditation clients, um, try it with, I think it was their Mm three-year-old who took to it immediately because they're mimicking their mom they were playing and got too wild and then just chilled right out. And totally now it's like a thing for them. Um, and I have some clients that want to teach breath work to their children because right now their children are anxious and what have you. So they're going to try it. And yeah, I definitely would yeah, say to try it because they are, they're sponges, right? They're that's children, right? And they want to learn and they're curious and they don't have judgment right the way that we're like oh what would they think right or what would they do? who knows right but they are curious <laughs>
0: yeah i know that like sometimes some of the things the 4-year-old says i'm like where did you hear that right but it's he probably heard it somewhere he didn't come up with it <laughs> but um yeah I, I looked at their natal charts and they just like fully embody their zodiac signs just like without any of that judgment it's like really nice to like just see it come up so like innocently in a way and it's just like yeah
1: amazing
0: <laughs> so thank you so much for doing this podcast episode with me um so there's the last two things how can i like link everything in the show notes yeah. but how can everyone find you and like work with you and then the last thing i asked to end off episode is just a piece of advice you have for cancer season so like tapping into that cancer energy and gives just like a message at the end so
1: yeah. Okay. So yeah. Thank you, Lisa, for having me. Thank you. I love talks like this are so inspiring. They're so empowering. They are, you know, that awareness and that like me bringing my chart back out and just reconnecting with it. I love it. Um, so yeah, I'm on Instagram. Um, we can connect that way and then explore co.com, uh, is my website and, yeah, I'm looking right now to work with people, um, that are looking to improve their sleep, just get some rest and balance. Um, balance is a word I used to shy away from, but I believe that there is a place for it, right? Because we do need to have an, high energy. We need to have low energy at all. Um, we, we need it all. So just f- to find that balance and cancers, oh, cancer season. Oh my goodness. Um. You know, I think, again, it's about any time you can find a moment to pause. So even like when you're waiting for the coffee to brew, like what are you doing or what are you thinking about? Um, And being aware of what energy you want to bring in, like what energy, you know, when people talk about mindfulness and intentions, and sometimes I, I get overwhelmed by what that means. And to me about what energy am I like calling in right now or today, you know, so if you can do that, um, yeah, you're going with the flow, but you're also having some intention around it and some awareness and bringing that mindfulness in.
0: If you love today's episode don't forget to share it with a friend or on instagram and tag us at be mindful studio and at be mindful podcast also if you have any questions or feedback or maybe an idea for an episode don't be afraid to reach out on instagram and send me a message i'd love very much to stay in touch with you thank you again for your support and i will see you very very soon in the next episode